eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Reception Perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Speaking of banged up, how about Kansas City? Um, you look at their top three guys. Speaking of MBS, MBS is banged up. Juju's banged up. Nicole Hardman's banged up. They all, all missed practice on Wednesday. Uh, don't know what the future holds here for any of those three. I would be, I mean, just stunned, Matt, if Juju plays. He got absolutely laid out. I mean, you saw the fencing response and all those things. And in this atmosphere uh, of concussion, uh, protections and those kind of things, man, like there's no way in hell Juju goes on Sunday. Yeah, I would be very, very surprised as well if we saw Juju. And I think it's just going to be really fascinating, like to see what these, like to see what they do um, with these wide receivers. Cause right. I mean, MBS has an illness. He could, he could probably end up playing. Um, then you got to look at McCall Hardman who missed last week. He has an illness to his abdomen, which I'm not a hundred percent sure what that means means. yeah Um, uh, yeah i don't know but (laughs) right i think last week what we saw you know Kadarius tony got a lot more involvement in the second half of the game uh, after juju obviously had that big concussion from a snap standpoint he was below 50 percent of the offensive snaps in the first half and in the second half so really it was they got him the ball more in the second half and you know, they right. got him the ball in the ways that we'd kind of expect uh, for Kadarius Tony. He was mostly a wide receiver, but he was off the line of scrimmage a ton. Um, seven per, like seven uh, air yards per target for Kadarius Tony. So definitely shorter, more designed touches. Um, but he averaged 7.8 out yards after the catch per reception. Like the ability to make moves in the open field. We, you saw that on his touchdown. You saw that just generally right. like that's that's where the guy is at this point. So not having Juju would be pretty huge because Juju has been like a, not a full-time slot receiver, but a majority slot, res- like, like about a 50, 50 slot guy uh, for the yeah. Kansas city chiefs this year. Um, I think Kadarius Tony could fit really well in that role. Like the starting flanker in two receiver sets um, MBS as the X receiver there. And then, I mean, ba- but basically like that's what McCall Hardman has been doing. Like he's been the, he's been the gadget, uh, this, yeah. the gadget slot guy motion for this team. dude. And I think, yeah. Well, like Kadarius Tony could totally be that. Like he scored his touchdown closer to the, I believe it was on a red zone target, right? Uh, the Kadarius Tony scored his um, touchdown. Yeah. He had one red zone target on, on the day on, on, on Sunday against the Jags. Um, 
and, and I, they'll probably have to spread the field a little bit more if in a game that's not against the damn Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Right. Um, against the LA Chargers on Sunday Night Football, um, that'll certainly be more of an opportunity for Kadarius Tony to to play more in the slot. But um, yeah, I think he fits naturally as like that gadget um, flanker slot type of guy. I think that's still where he is in in his developmental career. I think it's really interesting that this, you know Justin Watson's a guy who like they kind of haven't been able to like quit this year. Like they've gotten him <laughs> a ton in it. And he's like the right. biggest body dude of this group, right? Like he's yeah. the, he's the one guy that has like, and he's another kind of like a, a freak show, um, you know, on this, and he doesn't get a ton of targets. Like, you know, even, <laughs> even against the, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, he runs the second most routes among the wide receivers, just 3.4 targets per route run. So he's definitely, uh, you know, looking to get into the cardio club at this point, but, um, <laughs> He's a guy that they like to play on the outside because he's the biggest body yeah. of the group. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about 6'3", 225 pounds, and uh, you talk about the size and speed combination. Certainly very interesting dude. Guy came out of Penn, so obviously there wasn't a lot of you know tape or uh, a lot of buzz surrounding Justin Watson, but uh, this is a guy, again, uh, 6'3", 225 pounds. And uh, what did he run at his pro day? A 4-4-4. Four, four, four. Yeah. A 4-4-4-40 four, 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 <laughs> at his pro day. So um, elite, we're talking elite size and speed combination. And again, a 4-4-4 four, four, four at 220 some odd pounds. Like, come on now. That is impressive. Um, and you're right. He's the biggest, you know, bodied receiver they've got. Um, I, I think maybe if MVS plays... You know, Justin Watson is going to be out there as well. But actually, what I am more interested in, and I will get your opinion on this, give me the the to me, I think it really comes down to Sky Moore or Kadarius Tony, right? In terms of I don't think Juju's playing. I would be stunned if he plays. So who's the guy that fills in into that slot role? And I just wonder if he's got an entire week of practice where Andy Reid can scheme up some stuff and get him acclimated and into that offense. What does Sky Moore look like uh, if he slides right into that juju role? I think this is interesting, you know, and I thought about this when I was doing the rookie report. I thought about this just charting Sky Moore um, throughout the season. And by the way, like he was fifth in terms of the wide receivers and routes run, even with the juju injury, even with the McCoy Hardman injury, like they didn't get him on the field a ton. Um, And in this game too, he played 86.7% of his snaps out wide. Again, just, not a ton of snaps, but I don't think they they want Sky Moore to be a slot receiver, which I think goes against the pre-draft thought um, yeah. because he wasn't necessarily like, I'll, I'll pull it up as, as I'm talking here, but he wasn't necessarily in his reception perception sample like a slot receiver. But that was sort of like he drew a ton of comparisons to um, to Golden Tate. I mean, he yeah, mm-hmm. he was about a he was about a 34.8 percent uh, slot player in his college reception perception sample. And so far in his rookie uh, report sample for, uh, you know, what's on the website right now, he's a 35% slot player, Sky Moore. So okay. I think they, they've gotten him a ton of reps as an X receiver. They've, they've gotten him a ton of reps as like a flanker so far in the NFL. They've not necessarily used him as a slot guy, despite those like golden Tate comparisons that everybody had about him coming into the coming into the NFL. So I think they view Sky Moore as like a long-term outside receiver for them. That's a developmental player like this. I've been kind of like, like rolling my eyes at like, Oh, he can't get on the field. He can't get on the field. Like this is a big concern. It's like they have a bunch of veterans there. Like, even yeah, if you don't yeah, think yeah. these guys are good players, like they have guys who have played in the league for a long time, or at least have right. like have career resumes with some with the team and like Nicole Hardman. Right. But yeah. Um, anyways, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't get too, like excited about Sky more until we kind of 
see him out there and featured because we just haven't seen it yet. But I think that Kadarius Tony makes more sense as like their long-term slot guy. Whereas I think they kind of view Sky more as an outside receiver, uh, whether we like, whether you agree with that in, or not. Yeah. You know, the, the you're right. The, the entire pre-draft process around Sky Moore was again, this guy's 5'10, 195 pounds, um, you know, can run routes and, and do those things as you highlighted that he's pretty good against man coverage as well. Um, but is, is his success rate versus zone something that you look at and say, okay, this is something that would fit well into the slot role. Um, look, as you mentioned, Juju played about, has played about 50, 50 outside inside, um, which is another reason why I drew up those sky more comparisons because I thought, okay, maybe sky could be one of these 50, 50 guys, uh, flanker slot type of players, right? When you talk about Kadarius, Tony, I drew the comparisons actually to McCole Hardman, Right. Whereas McCall Hardman, again, they kind of, he's that movable chess piece, right? Mm-hmm. That Andy Reid can utilize. But when you need a guy to actually run big boy routes, when you need a guy to actually run, you know, more timing based stuff and uh, beat the zone and, and, you know, again, be a heady player, that's where Juju thrived, right? Like he yeah, was not really like a, you know, movable chess piece. You know what I mean? So, for me, I, I almost, again, I, I, I go back to Sky more and say, hmm, I wonder if Sky, with Andy Reid having now a full week of preparation, because remember, he didn't have that, right? Like Juju got injured in the game, yeah. right? So if Andy didn't prep Sky more to be ready in that spot at that moment, then he's not going to play. Right. But yeah. things can change with an entire week of practice, an entire week of game planning. And we know Andy Reid is an absolute, you know, mastermind in that regard. So I'm, I'm curious because we knew Mecole was going to be out. So that's yeah. why they had it ready. They were ready for Kadarius Tony to get yeah. in there and, and feed him the ball. Not necessarily the case with Sky Moore. That's why I'm kind of curious. I'm just curious. Maybe Andy Reed cooks up a little something, something uh, for Sky Moore in this upcoming week. I think we'll see. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know, we actually, I don't know if people realize this, but the Chiefs don't have a single wide receiver who's lined up in the slot on more than 50% of their snaps this year. Uh, MVS, wow. 36%. Juju, 41%. McCole Hardman's the highest at 49.1%. Interesting. Um, this Justin Watson character is just shy of 40%. So <laughs> uh-huh. these 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 guys, and Sky Moore, like I said, about 35%. And Kadarius Tony 31% in a real limited look there. But these guys have all sort of moved around. Um, especially between flanker and slot, uh, except um, yeah, McCole. I mean, uh, MVS is like yeah. mostly mostly the outside X receiver, like because he's a he's a speed guy, can dictate coverages. But yeah, I'm I'm certainly interested in Sky Moore. Look, I, I really really like Sky Moore. I think he's actually a better press man coverage beater than um, uh, than a zone beater right now. And I still think at some point, you know, whether it's this year or next year. You know, teams have played a ton of man coverage against Kansas City Chiefs this year because they don't respect these receivers. As much as Juju's no. a good player, he's not a press man coverage beater. We've detailed right. that at reception perception for, I mean, like years now at this point. <laughs> um, and MBS, right. like I just said earlier, not a press man beater. Even Kadarius Tony's not like a refined 
press man coverage route run on the outside. McCole Hardman, certainly not that like he's found his most success on these like gadgety type plays. So yeah, I'm, I'm certainly like Sky Moore at some point will have to be a guy that gets involved. I don't know when that will be. I don't know if that might just be next year, but um, I, I think you've got a good theory there about like, if Juju doesn't play in this game, do they prepare Sky more to be more involved? Because yeah, they've like they've played Justin Watson uh, a ton, but he's not really ever gotten a lot of targets. If it just fifteen no. targets on the year, right? Um, so as much as he's gotten out there, he's been a part of like you know I, I, they haven't really thrown him. So I think it'd be a little bit surprised. Maybe, maybe if Justin Watson has like some kind of crazy big game against the Chargers, I, I don't know. That would be that would be pretty interesting. Well, I mean, again, he's a size speed guy and, you know, all it takes is just one, you know, Patrick Mahomes uncorking uh, to, to basically say, oh, wow, this Justin Watson guy can move a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's an interesting matchup, I think, with the Chargers, too. Uh, it's more of a run funnel defense. And I just, you know, KC, they, they never do this. But I mean, it's such a run funnel defense. Yeah. KC may actually commit to the run. I don't know. Um so yeah, we'll they see. just iced Ceh last week. They like barely played him, and Pacheco got all the I early love Pacheco. Oh, I mean, God, if, I love well, Pacheco. yeah. Talk about like, hey, we're, they, <laughs> we could make just on the players you discussed so far. We could make like a James yeah. Coe starting offense, like this Justin yeah. Watson guy, Christian Let's Watson, and, and Isaiah Pacheco, like just the all the all bus team, like get off the bus and, and oh man, we're talking, we're talking. Oh my goodness, I I love Pacheco. His vision is a little bit um, sus, but. The, yeah. But other than that, look, he's a seventh round pick for a reason. Okay, guys, uh, right. it's like you know, let, let's. I'm, I'm not getting too crazy on the guy here. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, but he is a big. He's a big boy, dude. You know, 5'10", 216 pounds. Ran a very impressive four three seven forty, but much more straight line than he is horizontal. Like doesn't have a lot of like that like Kenneth Walker like horizontal no. floating movement. You know. That's not what he does. What he does, straight line speed. If you can get him on outside zone stretch and stuff, maybe he can plant a foot and go. But yeah, you want him running to the outside or, you know, gap scheme blocking it up and just having him shoot right up the middle and get the hell out of there. Um, but <laughs> again, size 216, speed 43740. There's a lot to get excited about for a seventh round draft pick in what is going to be a great offense. Right. And that's really what it comes down to it, for me in, in terms of getting really excited about Pacheco is that, yeah, he's a size speed guy, but he's also the starting running back getting a ton of snaps now in the best offense in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what you get excited about. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. And again, he's taking all the charges, arguably one of the not arguably one of the two worst rush defenses in the NFL. You know what I mean? That's why we're excited about any of these guys. Like it's why the Kadarius Tony like became like Andy Barron's at Yahoo talked about it. Like he went from being not a, like totally unavailable, like totally available in Yahoo leagues to like the most rostered, like the most added player like yeah. that as soon as and yeah. because he like obviously people were excited about tony i think a little overexcited in the fantasy community but he goes to the chiefs and it's like oh boy like rocket ship emojis you know sky Moore gets drafted in the second round people get all gassed up about it of course yeah, they yeah, get gassed yeah, up yeah. about it like they went to play the best quarterback on planet earth <laughs> that's right that's exactly right man the Kadarius bros were out boy oh my gosh they were loving life 